Welcome to the online business case study with Jake Lang. Follow along behind the scenes, documenting the strategies, successes, and challenges of real online businesses. Hello and welcome to the online business case study season one. This season is all about my business associate PI. I'm Jake Lang. I'm the founder of TheEntrepreneurRideAlong.com, and that's what this is. Ride along with me on this breakdown of my business, AssociatePI.com, where I take you behind the scenes. I'll give you a chronological breakdown of how this business has progressed over the years and how you can copy this type of business model. So uh, this is the first episode of season one. This is just an introduction what to expect in this case study series. And I'm going to refer to this as OBCS, Online Business Case Study, abbreviated as OBCS. And this is just season one. There's going to be a couple more seasons coming soon. You can find all of them over at theentrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS for Online Business Case Study. That's where I will post all of the seasons. This season here is going to be a, a possibly up to a 10-part episode for this case study. So you can find all 10 of those episodes at theentrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS. But first, let me break down what is the online business case study. Uh, well, it's going to be a multi-part case study of a real online business, an online business that I personally started from scratch, bootstrapped with no money, and scaled it up to uh, a certain point. We'll get to that later in the case study at where it is now. It's going to be provided in a series of, of different mediums, or whatever, however you want to consume your content i've got it it's gonna be a podcast a video a blog a slide series got it all for this one so however you want to consume this content i've got it for you again that's over at slash obcs on the website and this case study is really a breakdown it's it's the entire purpose of the entrepreneur ridealon.com is to showcase the businesses that i'm building the online businesses so that you can take something out of it you can take something from me or you could even just copy my business exactly in that business model do it exactly what i did step by step but skip over all the mistakes that i made um, and start your own online business following my model that i'm laying out my blueprint that's how i learned that's how i started all my businesses i looked at people that were successful uh, before me and were at uh, really the, the next step that i wanted to go to they were at least out of business or generating some revenue so that's what I want to show you about behind the scenes of my businesses that I have started because I've started over eight online businesses since 2013 when I, I tried my first business and that one totally failed. Uh, but since 2013, I've started over eight businesses. I start a new one every single year and now I'm sharing everything behind the scenes, including revenue, traffic, strategies, challenges, thought processes on, on what I'm doing next and where I'm going with the business. And it's going to be ongoing. So right now, for example, this case study of Associate PI, I am pretty far along. This business started back 2014, 2015 time period. Uh, so this one's pretty far along. So I'm kind of backdating this case study and I'm going through and uh, providing the content, creating the content now in chronological order and giving you a showcasing how it progressed along the years and what I did at each step of the way. But I'm going to continue updating this case study probably once or twice per year or as new developments come up, but I'll make sure to check in a couple of times just to show you where is the business now, what new strategies am I implementing? Because online businesses, your business is, is always going to be changing. Mine is always changing. I'm always trying new things, testing new things, new marketing strategies, new products, uh, pivoting the business as, as things change within my niche. 
And so I'm going to update you on that. And so keep checking back on this case study because I will be updating it a couple of times per year at least. And anytime a big development comes up, uh, I'll pop in here and update each of the case studies, each season of the case study. So that's what this is. Follow along behind the scenes. Ride along with me, the entrepreneur. Ride along. That's what you're doing. Ride along with my business associate PI. So again, to check out all the episodes, go over to theentrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS. And that's also where you can learn a little bit more about me. I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm Jake Lang, the founder of The Entrepreneur Ride right Along. I'm an author, entrepreneur. I quit my job in 2021 to take on my portfolio of online businesses full time because I scaled them up to the point where they were making more money than my day job. I worked a traditional day job from 2014 to 2021, scaled up these online businesses on the side, built a little portfolio of them. They started becoming extremely profitable and taking up more and more of my time. And it was just what I love doing. So I was able to quit and take that on full time. Now I teach other entrepreneurs how to do it. And that's what this case study is. It's just a behind the scenes showing you what I did, what worked for me. And you can take snippets from here, just something, things that worked, um, take that, apply it to your business or, or just take this model and run with it. And, and now I write books about what I'm doing, what's working, what's not. I uh, can check out my latest book, Step One, over at steponebook.com. Uh, that's actually a great book for anybody watching this series. You can check that out because it's about how to find and validate your first online business idea. So if you're watching this and you're really just doing this to get an idea for what your first business should be, uh, pick up a copy of Step One because that'll take you through the process that I used and some of the process that I'll break down in this case study here to find your first business idea. Now let's dive in. I'll give you an overview of what Associate PI is. And in the next episodes of this series, I will get more specific, more actionable, and also more sequential. I'll give you, okay, this is all a bit more back in 2014, 2015, 2016. We'll, we'll go along the time frame until current day, and I'll show you where the business is at today. You can check out this business. I still currently own it. I will likely sell it someday because that's what I like to do with my online businesses. Um, you can check it out current day at associatepi.com. It stands for it originally, I, I kind of hate the name to be honest, which is, is kind of funny, but you know what? The name doesn't really matter. I tell entrepreneurs that all the time, the name, the logo, don't get caught up on that stuff because you can rebrand later. I never ended up rebranding because I'm fine with it. Everybody pronounces it associate pi because it's spelled associate like A S S O C I A T E and then pi P I associate P I. It was supposed to stand for associate and personal insurance, which is one of these certifications that I sell study material for. But of course you can't use the term associate and personal insurance because that's trademarked and copyrighted. We'll get into that whole issue later, but again, that's where the name came from. And that's what this business we are covering in OBCS season number one. So let's break that down. Oh, but first, but before we begin, I, sh I should mention, I am putting together a mini series, uh, a crash course masterclass with the step-by-step instructions on how to replicate this specific type of business, which I'll get into it. This business is about how to, about selling study material. Basically, I paid the certification. I sell study material to help people pass these exams. So I'm going to give you in this masterclass that you can download, I'm going to give you step-by-step -step instructions how to replicate this business. My recommendations on niches with potential within the study material niche uh, or the exam prep niche, as I call it. And you'll get full access to this case study, all bonuses that I reference. So uh, if you want to get access to that, the masterclass with step-by-step instructions, so you can just copy exactly what I did here. And I'll just say, 
okay, here's how you, you find your certification. Here's how you create your study material. Here's how you launch it. Here's how you do this and that. Uh, head over to theentrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS1. That's the number one. OBCS1 stands for uh, Online Business Case Study uh, Season 1. So the number one. And that will take you over to the download page where you can check out the downloads and get involved in that masterclass with step-by-step -step instructions to copy this niche. So enough talking. Let's get into it. What is Associate PI? Well, Associate PI is my business. It is actually the third online business that I ever attempted. My first two totally flopped. My first one was trying to sell direct mail advertising leads. And that was back in 2013. That didn't work. I tried to start a clothing company and a clothing brand in 2014. That didn't work. And third time's a charm. In 2015, I started my business associatepi.com. It is a business selling online courses in the insurance industry, selling study material for the CPCU designation. In 2014, I graduated college from the University of New Hampshire. That's my alma mater. And I go Wildcats. And after graduating in 2014, I started working in the insurance industry as a product analyst. And as an analyst in the insurance industry, I had to study for these exams that the CBCU certification, which is just some basically a nice credential. It's kind of like the CPA or CFA of the insurance industry. And you learn all about insurance and it's great for people just entering the industry. Uh, it's eight exams. You got to complete all exams. It takes about two years total, bunch of studying, bunch of exams, and then you get your CBCU designation. So what I did is I created my own study material because I hated the study material that I was using to pass my own exams. I passed all my exams and then I created my own study materials. And now that's what I sell at Associate PI is I help other people earn this certification based on my personal experience, taking the exams and creating my own study material. Currently, all the courses are text based online courses hosted on Thinkific. Thinkific is an online course platform. Uh, self-hosted at thinkific.com so basically i have a website associatepi.com that's where i post on my blogs my podcast my content that's where people uh, learn about the associate pi brand they click oh yeah i want to buy this course and it takes them over to thinkific.com where my course is hosted just because it runs so much smoother on their platform it's faster they have a really nice platform uh, for online courses as opposed to hosting it on my own website which i used to do um, this is this is current day. I, I host on Thinkific. I used to host on my own WordPress website, but it was really slow and clunky. And whenever my website would break, my courses would crash and then people couldn't get their study material and they'd fail their exam the next day because my course wasn't online. I'd have to issue refunds. It was a mess. We'll get into that later in the case study. Uh, so right now I'm selling text-based online courses, which is a little weird because most of the courses current day i feel like within the last couple of years really everybody started doing video courses and and everything is like professional uh video quality and with the uh, growth of youtube and podcasting and audio uh, which wasn't as big if you remember back in 2013 14 15 now uh, some of that stuff was still uh, relatively in their uh, infancy and, and it just blew up over the past uh, decade so at the time I was doing text-based online courses because I didn't want to sit on video. Uh, so it's basically like, like a textbook that you got online. Um, I, I might adapt it soon to be video courses, but for right now it's so much content. It's so dry and it's so definition based. I would need, you know, 
40, 50 hours of video content per course. And I sell 16 courses right now. It's, I actually sell eight, well, for eight exams, I have eight courses that are like the full course, all content, all study material and practice exam questions. That's the full course. Then I have eight other courses that are just practice exam questions. So practice exam questions for those eight exams. So that's why 16 courses total, but really it's just eight exams that I'm selling study material for. Uh, so that's why it's text-based is because like you, you kind of need to read the textbook to pass these exams. There's just so much content to read and so many definitions that it would take forever to be a video course. That's why I did text-based and basically made it like a textbook on an online course. Uh, this business launched in 2015 and I've scaled it while working uh, in the insurance industry on the side until I quit my job back in 2021 to take on entrepreneurship full-time. Uh, but all this, everything you see here was built on the side and automated and just kind of running passively behind the scenes while I worked my day job. Uh, as of today, I probably spend about three hours per week on this business. I'm telling you, not a lot of time. Um, currently, I, I would say I'm spending a little bit more because I'm launching a new course. I'm, I'm actively doing that right now. First time I've done that in years. So that'll come at the later end of the case study. I'll, I'll share with you what I'm doing current day. Uh, but typically it's, it's incredibly passive. It just set it and forget it. I wrote the courses, people that show up into my website through search engine optimization, SEO. For those of you familiar with it, they type in things on Google, like CBCU designation, how to pass a CBCU, CBCU 500 exam. Uh, they find my blogs, find my content on Google. They click on my blogs, read my blogs, uh, join my email list, my email list. I give away a free practice exam for for these eight exams that I sell study material for that captures the lead. I now uh, gave them some free content. Uh, then I send them through an automated email funnel, automated email marketing. That's my sales funnel. Give them a bunch of more free value, free information, free stuff, and just build that trust and value. And Hey, I'm Jake. I'm this, this guy. I passed my exams. I've been there. I know it sucks. And Hey, here's how it can be better. I've made a better online course. Uh, that's streamlined. I cut out the fluff. I wrote better practice exam questions. You can pass your exam in two weeks. You don't have to read that textbook. That usually takes about six to eight weeks. Pass your exam in less time with less studying. And it funnels them into my course where they can take my study material and pass their exams. And so because I have that full funnel of SEO to leads, to email marketing, to automatic selling, I spend about three hours per week on this business. And that is only answering emails, answering customer service emails. And I only answer emails Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm not checking my inbox all, all week long. I just check it Monday morning, uh, Wednesday morning, Friday afternoon before the weekend to make sure there's nothing outstanding. Um, answer a couple emails, help people pass their exams, provide some customer service and support. And that's it. That's the bulk of the time I spend on this website. Everything else is hands off automatic. And it brings in at a minimum $5,000 in revenue per month. This website typically generates right around $60,000 in annual revenue. And the profit margin is really high. It's probably an 80 or 90% profit margin because there's, there's like no expenses here. My expenses are ConvertKit for email management, uh, Thinkific, my online course platform where I host my courses. Um, see my, my email, I use Gmail. That's like $16 a month. I have some virtual assistants that help out and that's a couple hundred dollars per month. Um, what am I missing? Like I convert it. Oh, thrive themes for my, my WordPress website, my WordPress theme. And that, that's basically, those are my expenses right there. That's, that's all I have. So pretty much all of that is profit and just goes right into my bank account every single month. Well, I take out a little bit for taxes, but the rest is profit. 
straight into my bank account. My best month ever was $11,000 in revenue. That was just a really good month where I pushed some new courses and, and pushed some um, marketing in the new year. It was January. Everybody had New Year's resolutions. Everybody was looking to study. So I really pushed hard with some marketing and hit $11,000. And that was my best month to date. So I've had a couple of months where I hit nine, 10, 11,000. Uh, but most of the time I can expect it to be around five to six thousand dollars in revenue almost aut automatically so I can guarantee like fifty to sixty five thousand dollars in annual revenue from this business uh, and, and that's where it is today it, it's kind of sitting right there and plateaued and that's something I will talk about later in this case study is what I'm doing to push this beyond where it is now because I've been pretty stagnant with this business for a couple of years now working on other projects, working on other businesses, and I've taken this for granted and kind of put it in the background, put it on the back burner. It runs automatically. I'm not really doing anything new, no new marketing, no new courses or anything. Um, so it just kind of just pays my bills every month and comes in and, and it's basically like my new day job. I can kind of guarantee this is an automatic paycheck every single month, uh, but I, I should be doing more. There's a lot of money left on the table here and a lot that I can still do to scale up this business. So I'll talk about that more in future episodes because right now I'm only selling courses for eight exams and there are other exams in the insurance industry that I'm going to branch out into. That's what I mentioned, that new course that I'm writing. I'm branching out into a new certification and I've taken that exam, passed it, so I'm creating study material to help people uh, also pass that exam and, and, and branch out a little bit, offer more courses. Uh, so that's where it is today. And I'll give you a quick breakdown. Anybody watching the YouTube video here, I've got some images with my course sales revenue. Uh, since 2015, when this launched, it has generated close to $280,000 in lifetime earning. Uh, that's average 50 to 60,000 annually, $45,000 per month in passive income. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but yep, all 16 courses text based, they are all priced from $200 up to $425 per course. So, the $200 course is the one that's only practice exam questions. The full course, the one that's like the, the textbook, it's online course, but it, it looks like a textbook uh, with practice exam questions, with the study guide, uh, with my insight into each chapter and what's, what are the most important topics. Um, everything, the full course, the big package that you need to pass your exam, that costs $425. And then I just ripped out the practice exam questions from that course put it in a separate course and that was the $200 course. So, so there, those are the two courses times eight exams. I have 16 courses that I'm selling on this website and that's where all my revenue is coming from. Well, almost all my revenue. I have a little affiliate program that I participate in. So affiliate revenue or an affiliate program means that I am recommending somebody else's courses as they go buy these courses and I get a little commission for every sale that I make of somebody else's courses. If they click my link, go to this other website, buy this course, I get a $20 commission per sale. And that has resulted in since 2000, December, 2019, I started this affiliate program. It's only generated a thousand seven hundred dollars So not, not big money there coming from this affiliate program, but there's no option since it's such a, a niche. There's not a lot of competitors here. So Nobody else really has affiliate programs except for this one person. Um, and this is what's deciding what courses I'm going to write next because I'm seeing what are people buying through my affiliate revenue? What courses are they buying? And I'm going to start with those that whatever the most popular courses are where 
I'm only making $20 per sale. I want to say, hey, go over to this business, buy the course here because I don't sell this course yet for this exam. Uh, you're going to pay $300 for it here. I'll get $20 commission. Uh, well, instead, if I just publish that course and put in the work, I'd be making $425 uh, per sale rather than $20 in commission by sending them elsewhere. So that's what I got going on right now. That's how I'm generating uh, $45,000 in monthly revenue and passive income is from course sales and affiliate revenue. In terms of traffic, again, I told you this is a, a niche, it's a small niche with only 12,000, about 12,000 people per month searching for the term CPCU. So that is what I'm calling my, my root niche. You could call it the, uh, the, the basis of how many people out there in this market searching for the study material on Google. That's how I'll, I'll talk about this later, but that's kind of how I got an estimate for how many people are potentially in this market searching for these keywords, um, looking for uh, this type of content that I'm writing about only 12,000 people per, per month. That's, that's not a lot. There's only a couple thousand people per year that actually complete the certification and earn the certification. So there's not a, a big market out there. Yet I'm still able to generate up to $11,000 in revenue in a month with such a niche. And I'll talk about this later, but that's something I recommend is, is find a niche that you can own and be one of the best in that niche, even if it's small. My website only gets about 5,000 users per month. That's, that's again, not a lot of traffic, but that's $5,000, $5,000 from 5,000 people per month. That's awesome. I'll, I'll take that any day. SEO search engine optimization. That means I write a blog and it ranks first or, or ranks on one of the top search results on Google. When people type for given keywords like CPCU, CPCU 500, CPCU exam, I'll rank number one for a couple of those keywords. I rank number one for um, dozens of keywords actually. Um, and so that is my strategy for I, I utilize what are people searching for? I create content to answer their questions about what they're searching for. Those are my blogs. And then I capture them as a lead on my email list because about 90% of my sales come from my email list and email marketing. Not a lot of people are hitting my website and without knowing me buying my course because there's other study material out there sold by the organization that administers the certification. And like they're the most trustworthy ones. It's their certification. Of course, you're going to buy their study material unless you think their study material sucks, which it does. And that's why I created my own study material and other people know that too. So they look for other options like me, other people that are selling study material. So they come to my website, they're reading my blogs, they're getting some information about the exam. Oh, what's difficult about it? Oh, what's the most important topic? Cause I write about those subjects and then they see, Oh, Jake offers a free practice exam. Yeah, of course. Cause nobody else is doing that. And I'll, I'll download this free practice exam and get some, some free content to prepare for my exam. Uh, rather than relying on their study material that they have, they, they download my practice exams uh, to get a sense of what type of questions will be on their exam. Once they download that free practice exam, my lead magnet, that's my opt-in to get them on my email list. Then I can send them marketing emails. I send them all my other free resources. Hey, you know, here's this that you need to know before your exam. Oh, did you know this is the most important topic of the exam? Make sure you read this blog. So I'm constantly sending them back to my website where they can see my courses. And then I'll hit them with a couple strong marketing emails to a marketing messages. And I'll actually show you that email funnel uh, later in this case study, but I'll hit them with some strong ones that say like, Oh, pass your exam in two weeks. You can pass fast, uh, pass your exam in less time with less studying. And I give you a money back guarantee. If you fail your exam while using my course, I give you your money back. Huge, huge 
uh, strong call to action that, that people just uh, see it and latch on to and they, they see the value that I offer and uh, no, there's no risk because they'll get their money back if they don't pass their exam. So I, that's why I sell courses because I offer those benefits and I, I really speak to people's pain points and I solve their problems. I give them that guarantee and so they buy my courses. So on average with 5,000 people per month hitting my website, I get about 200 new email subscribers per month. Now I do have a good amount of churn because people will study for their exam and they'll pass their exam usually within a month or two. And then they unsubscribe from my email list because they're like, oh, I don't need emails about the CPCU 500 exam anymore. I've already passed that exam. So they'll unsubscribe and then oftentimes they'll resubscribe to get the free practice exam for the next exam in their series of eight exams. Uh, so I get about 200 email subscribers per month, uh, but it's not like a constant oh, 200 times every single month. That's 2,400 by the end of the year. And then next year's uh, 4,800. It's not growing like that because people are unsubscribing after they pass their exam. So right now I've got right around 5,000 total email subscribers, but that's with 200 new leads coming in every month. And I care about the new leads because they are new people that don't have their study material yet. That's who I want to sell to. So I really care how many new people are coming in because that's who I can sell to. I'm not going to sell to the people that already have their study material. So that's about where this business is sitting right now. You know, about $5,000 in revenue per month, $5,000, 5,000 users per month hitting the website, um, about 200 new email subscribers. And that is what is converting into paying customers buying my courses. So that's it. That, that's really the overview for Associate PI introduction to where the website is now. What is it? What am I doing? Again, I'm selling study material for the CPCU certification in the ins insurance industry because I used to work in the insurance industry. And so I created study material uh, to pass these exams that I had to take for my corporate job. And again, if you want to follow along and copy this type of business model, I call it the exam prep niche because you're selling exam preparation study material. Go to theentrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS1. That's the number one. There I will put together a crash course, a master class with step-by-step -step instructions to start your own business in the exam prep niche. So if you're sitting there in your day job, it's one of my favorite places to look for your first online business idea because you are a master at your day job. You are literally an expert at it. People pay you 40, 40 hours a week to do your job. That's, that's the definition of an expert. There is something there that you can turn into an online business that will help you quit your day job. Uh, so that is what I recommend you do is start looking for what certifications are there? What, what exams could I take? And I could create sort of material or flashcards, uh, flashcards or study guides or practice exam questions. Like any of those can be a business. So look for those certifications and designations that you have in your industry for your day job that you could turn into study material and sell study material in the exam prep niche business idea. So again, that's over at the entrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS number one, OBCS one. For the full case study and all eight steps in this case study and future parts of this case study, you can go to the entrepreneurridealong.com slash OBCS without the number one that stands for online business case study. The eight parts that we're going to cover are uh, step one coming up next is the idea, how I found the idea for Associate PI. Step two, how I validated this business idea and knew that it was going to work. Step three, the launch, what I did to launch and get my first sales. Step four, actually correction there. Step four, 
phase four in this case study is the launch. Step three is really just what I did to start, get the website online. Uh, four is the launch and how it got that first sale and launched the first course. Part five is scaling the business to get it to where it's at now, what steps I took to get this business to generate revenue and get traffic. Phase six was automation. Once I was getting sales and traffic and everything, how did I automate it so I could just generate passive income behind the scenes? Phase seven, part seven of the case study, I ran into a little legal trouble. You might have heard about that if you listen to the Entrepreneur Ride Along podcast, but I'll break down the legal trouble that I ran into and how you can avoid that if you are in the exam prep niche. And part eight of the case study, I'll wrap it up with some next steps and what I'm working on current day and what my plans are for next steps with this business. So that does it for the online business case study introduction, online business case study season one about associate PI. Go ahead, go to theentrepreneurratalon.com slash OBCS and check out the next part in this case study. And that'll be part one. That'll be the, the, the real start of this case study and getting into that, the nitty gritty behind the scenes, the idea, how I found that idea and validated it. So go ahead, check that out and I'll see you on the next episode of the online business case study.